Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. I know I talk a lot about collaboration, but how do we actually start collaborating and what are the benefits? I feel like a lot of the times it's either something that you do inherently or that you have to kind of step outside of your comfort zone to do. And if it doesn't come naturally, how do you even start collaborating? That's exactly the reason I created a micro masterclass for you. The Amplify Your Impact micro masterclass focuses on helping you gain valuable exposure and resources through RD collabs. I break down seven simple ways to start collaborating with fellow RDs, as well as the benefits for both you and that fellow RD. I also added in a bonus masterclass. That is an exclusive masterclass for downloading this micro masterclass that goes into even more depth about the benefits of collaboration and harnessing your superpowers so that you can collaborate and find collaborative partners that you vibe with and know exactly the best ways to collaborate together. The link for the micro masterclass is in the show notes. Okay, enough about how to collab and this new freebie that I'm super stoked about. On to today's chat with Liz Lopez, a registered dietitian, a runner, wife, and mom living, running, and eating in Santa Fe, New Mexico. She's been an RD since 2007 and has been running for 28 years. She was a D1 athlete at NMSU, and that's really where she gained her, her love for helping others maximize their performance with nutrition. So without further ado, let's chat with Liz. Hey, hey, Liz, welcome to the podcast. I'm so stoked that you're here. I am so excited to be here to be talking to you and your audience. Me too. All right. So before we learn any more about you, let's learn some more about you with the three most important questions ever. Are you ready? I am ready. (laughs) One, what is your bucket list travel destination? I have a lot, but my bucket list is New Zealand. I would love to go to New Zealand. Very cool. Uh, During their winter or their summer? Uh, their summer. Of course. Escape, escape the winter cold, right? Why yes, not? Yes. I want to be in the ocean right. on the beach. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number two. What is your favorite meal of all time? Anything with pasta. I love pasta dishes, lasagna, manicotti, spaghetti, anything with pasta. Love them. Got it. So you're an Italian at heart. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I can say so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The question that I don't normally ask, but because you are located in New Mexico and for those of you out there who don't know, I used to live in New Mexico, red, green, or Christmas. Oh gosh. You know, I always get, I never know what to add order at heart. I grew up on green, so I always pick green, but sometimes I'm in the mood for Christmas. So it kind of just depends on my mood. And guys, for I'm not going to explain it, so Google it. And if you know, you know, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Come to New Mexico and, and then, find out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. Uh, sponsored by the New Mexico True Tourism Board. Yes. <laughs> I wish. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then final question, coffee or cocktails? Definitely coffee. I'm a coffee okay. drinker. I love, I like, I like the, I like mixed coffee drinks. Like it has to have a lot of sugar and a lot of cream for me to drink coffee. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, not what you'd expect an RD to say, but I kind of love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no black coffee for me. I have to have it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Exciting. So, <laughs> Liz, now that we know literally everything about you, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming an RD and working specifically with athletes? I have been a runner for pretty much my whole life. So I started running in eighth grade, thanks to my dad. He was a cross country and track coach. And um, before I did running, I did gymnastics. And after gymnastics, my dad said, why don't you come out for the cross country team this year? You'll be the only eighth grader, so you'll do really good. So I said, okay, I'll go join you in your practice. And so that's what started me with running. And then running led me to nutrition because when I was in college, I was also a division one athlete there. And as I was trying to find a major, um, I kind of just stumbled upon nutrition and I, it just clicked. I was like, this makes absolutely sense because nutrition is such an important part of my journey as a runner. I want to help other people understand like the importance of it Um, because I also saw a lot of teammates struggling with eating and I just absolutely never understood like you don't eat or why you hesitant to eat before practice because I I knew it helped me and I knew um, so I saw struggling people other people struggling with it and I knew I wanted to help people because I knew I knew it helped me. So that's how I got started in nutrition is through my running. Interesting. So I think it's really interesting that you saw a need for it that early on because you were like, okay, wait, why aren't you eating? I eat. I don't get it. Like that was the disconnect for you. I feel like a lot of people what I've spoken to at least experience the struggle themselves, but I love that you're seeing it from this other perspective with your teammates and that you're able to see the need for it then. Was nutrition your major prior to going in, or was this something that you changed halfway through? No, I changed my sophomore year. So I went in thinking I was going to be pre-med and go to medical school to become a doctor. And once I went through all the biologies, and then once I figured out, oh, no, there's more school after (laughs) college and much more, I thought, well, maybe that's not for me. And then I just, again, I just stumbled on nutrition. Somebody suggested, why don't you take a nutrition class and cool. see if you like that? And after the, after my first nutrition class, I was like, yes, this is where I was supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I switched my major to nutrition. It's cool how things happen sometimes, right? How it's just like oh, yeah. the universe just like puts it in your lap and you're like, oh, this is what I was meant to be doing. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like so unique when like it's just this natural fire comes in you like oh my gosh this is what I love this is my passion this is this is what I want to do it's like you got to listen to your gut and my gut's never wrong so (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) okay so what did this transition look like you were taking nutrition classes you were still running I'm I'm assuming at this point and then Mm -hmm. was it kind of a natural evolution into private practice no so when I was going through school it was almost like ingrained that the path that you had to do in nutrition was you majored in nutrition and then you had to go to an internship. And then after your internship, you had to sit for the exam. And then after the exam, you had to go find a clinical nutrition job in a hospital. And that was just the path that you were supposed to do as a dietitian. So 
private practice was not even on my radar because I would kept being told, nope, you have to go to clinical dietetics. You got to get years of clinical dietetics under you to be successful in the dietitian world. I wish I was not told that and given other <laughs> options, which I hope it's changed since I've been in school, that now you can have more options in the dietetic field other than automatically go into clinical nutrition. But yeah, so I started out in clinical nutrition. I, I've heard both ends of the spectrum, right? Like the people who are gung-ho that you should have some type of like MNT background if you're going to work in a private practice with MNT. Yeah, I get that. Like getting that handholding from a clinical perspective, if you're going into something that's very like technical in the private mm-hmm. practice world, totally get that perspective. But if you're not necessarily like super hardcore MNT with private practice and you're approaching it for more of an intuitive eating approach, no, you probably don't need to be in the clinical space forever, like after your internship. Absolutely not. And I think that's one thing I love about the dietetic field is you don't have to niche down in one area where you don't have to go in one area because that's the expectation. I mean, dietetics, there are so many avenues and directions that you can go. Um, you can truly find your passion of what you're passionate in nutrition about and niche down in that or have a combination of things. Definitely. Tell me a little bit about what took you from the typical clinical RD into the space where you're at now? Was there an aha moment? Was it slow? Tell me about it. Yeah. So after my clinical nutrition job, I worked for the Women, Infants, and Children program. And that was more around education, maybe coaching clients a little bit more. And then after that, I went into an outpatient clinical position. And that's where I had my aha moment of I don't like the style of just telling somebody what to do and how to eat. That's not, it's not effective. I didn't feel it was effective enough or a way that I wanted to help people because just handing them a a education sheet on carbohydrate counting or education sheet on, I don't know, the cardiac diet and saying, bye, see you later. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck with that. Um, It just, it didn't feel right to me. And um, once I got into the outpatient position, I was able to start develop some relationship with clients because they would return to me. And I had one, I had more than one session with a client and I was able to see their transformations and see the results from the things I was telling them to do with their, with their eating. So that was my aha moments. Like, okay. I actually love doing more of a coaching style versus just telling somebody how to do that, how to eat. Because I I saw it was more effective and it got more results. And then I started thinking, hmm, maybe I can do this on my own. And uh, maybe I can do it how I feel I want to do it. Because still under the outpatient dietetic, uh, outpatient dietitian position, I had to follow rules, right? right? So I had to still give them totally. certain handouts. I still had to do certain style of teaching. And sometimes I was like, no, I don't want to do it that way. I know there's a better way <laughs> to do it. So then I said, okay, I'm going to figure out how to open my private practice. So, you know, I applied for an LLC and did all that sort of thing to get started. But when my first when I first started my private practice, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. Taking anyone and anyone who wanted to 
talk to me about nutrition. Yeah, that's how I started is just whoever wanted to come talk to me. I was like, okay, this is what I charge. <laughs> Let's go talk. <laughs> okay. So was it like a night and day, like, okay, I'm going to leave and I'm starting my private practice? Or was this something that you did gradually? Oh, no, I did this gradually, held a full-time job for years and did my private practice just on the side. And I treated it more like, oh, this is just something I do on the side. This is something I do to help people on the side of my full-time job. So I was serious, but not serious. And it was just what it was. I I knew it wasn't paying the bills and I still had to have a full-time job, but I really loved doing it. So then what took it from a side hustle to let's do this? The birth of my son. So once my son was born, I decided I can't go back to work's full-time job. I want to be home with him, but I still want to work. I still want to make a difference in somebody's life nutritionally. So once my son was born, I thought, okay, I need to get a little bit more serious with my private practice because I know going to work from eight to five is just not going to work for me anymore. I need more flexibility. I need to be more able to be on his schedule and make it work for me. So that's what made me a little bit more motivated to get into my private practice. I love that. I've heard that several times this season talking to different dietitians that like they knew that they wanted to do their own thing. And a lot of the times it was, it took having a kid to put the fire under their ass to really make yes. that change and take that step. <laughs> it did. Yeah. And I didn't go full time right away. I was like half time, part time. Cause I was, I was still taking care of my son at home and it was almost yeah. overwhelming, overwhelming to be a new mother, have raise a son and just figure out motherhood along with opening or being getting more serious about a private practice. It was, it was definitely not easy and it was definitely overwhelming. Girl, I, I completely understand that uh, from a different perspective. I don't have kids, but I've restarted my business in three different states and that always presents its own challenges. So oh, I, I can only imagine doing that with a child, still holding a job and trying to launch something from something that was very small. So total props to you to be able to do that. Is there anything that you would have changed along the way or any like major lessons that you learned that you would share with other RDs? Yes. Don't be stubborn. Get help if you need it. I feel I was very stubborn or had the mentality of, I can do this. I can figure this out on my own. I don't need help. I can, you know, just look at all the influencers online and do all the courses and get all the freebies I can and I'll figure it out along the way. I wish I wish I had hired a coach sooner rather than later because I went in thinking like I could do it on my own. I I could figure this out. I got a bachelor's. I can figure out a private practice and how to build it and and uh, get clients for it. And uh, yeah, I wish I wish I wasn't so stubborn and I wish I invested in and some coach, I, there was a lot of fear with that. I think that was holding me back too. one, because I didn't have, I feel I didn't have enough money to invest and, and my mindset wasn't right either. Um, I wish I had a better mindset and, and believed in my, believed in myself a little bit more and the uh, believed in my ability to provide transformations clients could achieve. Yeah. I eventually figured out I can't, I can't let fear be the driver of any sort of decision. And, 
yeah, I just remember being so scared to put myself out there. And, you know, I always remember being scared to even talk about like simple things like money. Like I hated the conversation about money and I hated getting to the point like, okay, this is what's going to cost you to work with me. I get, to, I got the ickiest feeling about it. Yeah. So I did, once I kind of got over my fear and once I got over, okay, whatever thought process I was having, like I could do this on my own. I hired people to help me. And when I did that, oh my gosh, it was like night and day. It, it made such a big difference to be able to feel comfortable investing and getting rid of the fear about investing because I reaped the re- rewards so much more when I did that because I learned so much more about myself. Yes. All right, Liz, that was a lot of info. So let's unpack it. Yeah. So initially you didn't invest in yourself because out of fear, right? Like right. a lack coming from like a lack mindset. So right. what changed your mindset to from uh, like a lack to more of an abundance mindset to make that change? I think because I wanted to be successful and I didn't want to go back to an eight to five job, that was my motivation. Yeah. That was my motivation to take that next step and like say, okay, fear, go away. I have to invest in myself because I knew that was the missing link. Like I was so tired of doing all the free things, listening to the free webinars, the free this and the free that. I was just getting more confused by it because it wasn't it wasn't matching kind of what I wanted to do and it wasn't relevant to what I was trying to do. And I I knew I needed, I don't know, somebody to bounce ideas off of and just guide me on, okay, you know, that didn't really make sense for you to do because it doesn't fit what you're trying to do in your private practice. You know, I was trying to mimic a lot of people like on social media, right? This is a good example. Like my, my Instagram, I started my Instagram just kind of mimicking what everybody else was doing and it wasn't really my own. And uh, yeah, I kind of made it my own and kind of made it relevant to how I coach clients, but it still wasn't like me, my authentic self. Yes, girl. I actually just wrote a blog post about this today, but when this airs, it came out a couple of months ago, Uh but it was specifically about launching in a way that feels good to you. And that's different for everyone. I did exactly what you did when I first started out. I took the blueprint of how other people like became successful Mm -hmm. and kind of just inserted it into my business. And I was like, okay, cool. This is going to work. Right. Like in school, like if you do the work, you're going to get the good grades. It's going to work. Right. Right. Wrong. It does not work that way in business. (laughs) (laughs) No. And I feel I learned the hard way. Like I felt like every time I tried to do it on my own, I was just like hitting myself against the wall. Like I kept hitting roadblocks after roadblocks and just getting frustrated and like lack, lack of confidence. And like, it just didn't, it didn't help. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's the reality for so many people, but like once you find like, whether it be a coach or once you find like what you're doing and it clicks, oh my God, it's completely different. And it feels so good when it clicks. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I, oh gosh, the first time I invested in a, a course to teach me how to set up my nutrition program and be more of a nutrition coach. That was like, it was priceless. The amount I paid for it, I got so much more out of it than just what I paid for it because it really skyrocketed my business to where 
okay, now I have a plan that actually works for me. Now I have a plan that where I know exactly my audience that I'm going to reach out for and how to guide them through my nutrition program. Yes, girl. Guys, listen to her. Like if you're, if you're debating whether to invest early or not, it's not bad debt when you're investing early in yourself, right? Like it's scary to put money on a credit card or it's scary to take out a small loan for business, but it's worth it. It is a hundred percent worth it. So invest in yourself because you're worth it and do it early. Absolutely. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be like, I also think like some people on like Instagram say like, Oh, you have to put in like thousands of dollars where, Ten thousands of dollars to get the results that you want. No, it, I don't. I don't no. think that's true. I think anything little. Maybe it's a mastermind that you join, or maybe it's somebody's group that you join, and you invest in yourself that way. You can still get benefits from that and grow from that. Preach. Yes, and I think so. I love masterminds, and I've started a couple, like mm-hmm. just with other people who are not necessarily like minded, but could give really good input. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I've been in one consistently for the last, my God, like four or five years now with a friend that I have from Albuquerque in New Mexico, actually. And he and I meet every week. We don't pay each other for this mastermind, but we're also in different industries. So I think that that's a really unique perspective on a mastermind. Like if you have a friend or if you have a colleague who's in a different industry, have a mastermind with them, right? Like even if it's not super consistent, but getting perspectives on like just seeing your business from a different angle can be really cool. So that's a different way to mastermind without having to dump the cash in. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Even talking to a colleague or somebody maybe who's in private practice or has established their private practice, even just setting something up with them, mentorship or I don't know, conversation. Um, I remember when I started my private practice, I called a dietitian in private practices said, Hey, how do you do this? Like, where do I start? And I mean, that conversation was just helpful and that was, and that was free. (laughs) Guys, there are so many different ways. And like, I feel like that's a great way to connect and collab with people too. So even if, even if you are reaching out to people who are like four or five steps ahead of you and it's super scary, Mm -hmm. I think that most people would be like, Oh my gosh, yes, I will take some time to help and have a conversation with you. Right. And, yeah. I mean, I absolutely. can't speak for everyone out there, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, that is a fantastic transition into Liz. Tell me a little bit about how you like to collab with fellow RDs and if there's any like specific niche that you would love to collaborate with in the coming months. Absolutely. I, I am always open to collaborate. I am always open for IG lives podcasts. Uh, I just encourage others to reach out if they want to do a joint IG live with me. My private practice, I help active individuals. So people who are active, they could be athletes, they could be um, just the general person who just likes to go on a hike on weekends, and they just love being active. So that's my audience that I see um, in my private practice is just active individuals who just, you know, just love moving their body. Um, or sometimes they want to get back into exercise too. So those who are struggling getting back into exercising. Okay. So if you could wave a magic wand 
Are there any specific niches of RDs that you feel like would be really good synergistically with the population that you serve, those athletic people? Yeah, um, intuitive eating and sports nutrition, where intuitive eating and nutrition, um, any RDs in that sort of field uh, is who I would love to collaborate with, because um, that's the principles I use in my in my private practice is the principles of mindful eating and intuitive eating, and combine it with activity. So sports, um, running, of course, because I'm a runner, uh, but any any sports or activity. Uh, that clients may do or awesome. excuse me, dietitians may work with clients that. Well, RDs, you heard her. If you are in that space and you're working with athletes, you're working with former athletes, you're working with active people, you're in that intuitive world, hit her up. That'd be a really cool collab. Why not? All right, Liz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a pleasure. Uh, I love chatting with you and please say hello to the mountains and the snow once that happens this season, because I really miss ye old New Mexico. I will. It was great talking with you as well. All right. Well, guys, until next week. Ciao. I freaking love this chat with Liz. She knew that she wanted her business to be focused around her lifestyle, that she wanted to have time for her son and to have that flexibility in her world. And that's such an important thing to think about and consider when you are going into business for yourself. Let's do a quick recap. One, don't be stubborn. Get help if you need it. Two, don't let fear hold you back from investing in yourself early in your business. Three, find your personal driver that takes you from the lack mindset of fear to one of unlimited abundance. Since this recording sesh with Liz, she's joined the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind. And OMG, talk about a transformation, talk about stepping into your power, your uniqueness, and really harnessing your superpowers. Liz did that. And OMG, has her business seen tremendous results as a result. It's been friggin' awesome. Like not only the collaborative aspect of it, being together every week and gaining really positive feedback and different outside of the box ideas, but also harnessing that human design Showing up as her authentic self has been transformational. But don't just take it from me. Let's hear from Liz. The transformation I have experienced since joining the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind is unreal. First of all, learning about my human design has been a game changer for me. It has helped me overcome some barriers and has allowed me to understand how I should operate my business based on how I was designed to. I feel so much more aligned and confident. Also, being able to collaborate with other IDs who are still striving for similar goals has been so awesome. It has been so great to feel supported and be able to bounce ideas off each other and to support each other. Girl, you took the words right out of my mouth seeing you transform has been friggin' awesome, Liz. Like you don't even know. So the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind is an intimate collaboration focused mastermind, which allows you the space to harness your uniqueness and your energetic DNA to create a source of residual income that feels super aligned all while connecting and forming genuine collaborative relationships with fellow RDs. The next session launches March 21st, and I would love for you to be a part of it. If you're down to put a little woo in what you do, then this is the perfect mastermind for you. The cart is now open, but before you sign up, I would like to learn a little bit more about you, your biz, your big scary goals, and to see if you're gonna be a good fit for this session. If you're down, 
to put that little woo in what you do, to form genuine bonds with fellow RDs, and to listen to what you truly want for your business rather than someone else's blueprint, this is the mastermind for you. So you can schedule a time on my calendar and we can chat a little bit more about those big scary goals and your goals for the year. The link is in the show notes. As always, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in every week and I hope this has inspired you to connect and collab with fellow RDs because we have so much that we can learn from each other and share. This week, connect with a fellow RD. All of the links from today's show are in the show notes and I'm sending you all of the good vibes. Chat next week, guys.